All right. Today on the podcast, we have Coach Will Thompson. He's entering his second year as the head football coach at Francis Scott Key High School in Union Bridge, Maryland. In 2019, they made the playoffs for the first time in nearly a decade. A coach has been coaching for about 10 years, has a bunch of uh, really good stops as a as def- defensive coordinator, and I know you'll enjoy this podcast with him. All right, Coach Will Thompson on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Hey, thanks so much, Zach. I appreciate you for getting me on here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're we're Twitter buddies, as most of my podcast uh, guests are. So, give the listener a little bit of background about yourself and kind of what who you are and what you do. Well, uh, so I'm the head football coach at Francis Scott Key High School in Carroll County, Maryland. We're about. Uh, Westminster is the biggest town in our county, and we're about 20, 30 minutes from town, and then, you know, uh, about overall 45 minutes to an hour west of uh, Baltimore. So <clears throat> we, um, we, and we're very, very rural, very, very rural school. <clears throat> we have, uh, you know, it's, I didn't know rural places like this existed in Maryland until I got this job and visited, but it's, it's, a, it's an excellent place and um, very, very happy to be here, I'll be I'll be entering my second year, um, taking over the reins here at uh, FSK. Great, great administration, great kids, school culture is terrific. Um, so I'm really, really blessed to be here. Prior to uh, <clears throat> prior to coming on at FSK, I um, mostly coached in Virginia. Um, I'm <clears throat> originally from Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, grew up there. Went to Charlottesville High School. Um, was I mean I was an okay player in high school. We never we never won too much, but, um, you know, I, I, I love where I'm from. And then, uh, I further, further my education at Bridgewater college, um, probably had about more injuries, just as many injuries as I did tackles in a game. So like that, my career in, in college was a complete and utter bust, but I, I love football and, uh, you know, I really wanted to get back to the kids because I saw where, where I was from, um, Charlottesville, you know, there were so many people that I knew growing up that are my age now that you know they they slip through the cracks and I want to get back to the kids and you know help you know our ultimate goal is to make make people successful men and make you know help them become successful people so what's better than do that through the game of football so kind of got involved with coaching right out of right out of college um at Fort Defiance High School that's actually where um it's right outside of Bridgewater uh, it's, 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 well, it's where you know, a lot of people don't know this, but Stephen Curry's dad went there, Del Curry, uh, went to school there and the court's named after him. And so it was, I think it was my second year there, they, Stephen and Dell and all of them came to the school. So it was actually really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> so coached there for a few years. Then, then I, uh, went to Falk year, uh, high school defensive coordinator, uh, kind of bounced around a little bit. Um, ended up at, at John Hanley for a few years with uh, my mentor and my guy, uh, John Davis, um, who's the head coach of Apprentice School now. And uh, really, you know, we were friends before, but working with somebody, you learn so much more. And I learned so much from him that I'm, you know, super, super grateful. Um, and, you know, he, he really taught me so much about not micromanaging. I mean, he was 2014 AFCA Defensive Coordinator of the Year for D3 at Gallaudet. And then he's, he gives me the reins to run the defense. He's like, well, I trust you, what you're doing. So I'm like, if, if, if a dude gives me that, I can do the same thing for my assistants. Um, and then I then, uh, ended up applying um, 
for the job up at uh, up here in Maryland. I heard some really, really good things about it from some folks that I knew from the area. And my wife's from Maryland, so her mom actually lives 30 minutes from us. So uh, she, 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 she hadn't been back to Maryland since we've been together. So she was like, well, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of how I ended up being here. And uh, like I said, I couldn't be more, more grateful for where I'm at. Terrific place, terrific people. Um, you know, we're, we're really trying to get this thing going. Hey, Coach, I, I was reading your bio. I have it up here, like, by, your, by the screen where I can see you. It says, in 2019, you made the playoffs for the first time in nearly a decade. That's an awesome achievement. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, we <clears throat> this, this past year was probably, you know, being your first year as a head coach is always going to be, you know, not the it, – it's going to be a little different. You know, it, it, it's uncharted territory. You know, you, you, you've never done it. Now, John, <clears throat> John, you know, like I said, John taught me a lot in terms of when I was with him. Uh, he kind of let me do a lot of things and, and, you know, took me to the district meetings, let me help me, you know, let me do a lot of stuff with recruiting, um, running the weight room, all that stuff. But when you get the job, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you have nobody, I'll, I'll call them all the time, ask them for advice, but you're on your own. So uh, this year, so we won three games. We, we were, I mean, we were in, every game. I think we had one running clock. Now for us, a lot of people don't know this, but we're the small school in our county. So we're a 1A school Mm -hmm. in in Maryland. Um, We play all 2A and 3A schools. So like we don't play, we played one 1A school all year last year. We played four 3A schools, which is crazy. Crazy to me, right? So like other, I'm going against schools that have two, three, four, sometimes 800 to a thousand more kids than we did. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were competitive. We played eight sophomores. you know, my, my thing was if the kids, when I got the job, the kids work hard, they do the right things, they're going to play varsity. Like, I don't, you know, like that's, you know, you're building, you're building your program. I'm sure you did the same thing. And uh, so we, we were competitive in a lot of games. However, I lost six kids to like season into injuries. I've never seen it before. My best player, uh, Matt Deal, um, week one, you know, tore, he was six foot, 195, like, you know, a wing back and a free safety force. He tore every knee ligament known to man. Oh my God. Um, you know, terrific, terrific kid. Um, and it, you know, he just, it, it was just so, so tough on him. Um, and then I lost, I lost another kid to an ACL, another kid, you know, and all these kids were starters. And so, you know, on a small team, when you start losing kids, you, you, we were, we were in some games, like we, we didn't know who the backup was going to be if somebody got hurt, but you know, we, we were competitive. Like, like I said, we, uh, the only, the only time that we ended up, you know, actually having technically a, a, a blowout running clock was we were playing, you know, a triple A AAA team that went to the state quarterfinals and we're down 24, nothing in the fourth quarter. Well, we're on our 10 yard line. And I'm like, it's fourth and five. I'm like, we're going for it. We play to win. You know, we didn't, we didn't get it. My kid's like, well, coach, why'd you, why'd you go for it? I'm like, if I punt the ball here, I'm essentially just giving the game up. Like, we play to win this game. Yeah. So, um, then we made, you know, in the playoffs, we played a, we, we were the seven seed. We played a, we played a, uh, a two seed. And we were beating them eight to six at half. And we ended up losing uh, 30 to 16. But, you know, we, we, we were in all, a lot of games. Um, so I'm very proud of, of the kids and, you know, we, we had a lot of those kids coming back this year. So I was, I was really, really excited. And um, it, it just, it's, uh, 
I, I hope that we have a season in some way because I know my kids are chomping at the bit and and now they did expand the playoff system so a lot you know they we our school probably would have made it a year or two before but I, I I still tell the kids like there's no I don't care if they expand the playoff system or not like this is a this is an accomplishment this is something to be proud of absolutely coach and so when I looked at your your Twitter this is a while ago it says home of the hashtag three fours. I thought like your nickname was the thirty fours. I didn't know like what that what that meant. And I see it in your 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 email um was that signature, I guess they call it. So talk about that a little bit. Um the thirty fours. So our school our, our school athletic program has um a philosophy, a motto. <clears throat> it's called play for you, play for me, play for key. So um Brandon coming from from my man John. You know, the dude is like, he can sell water to a whale. Like, I, I told him that. Like, he, he's, he's just, that's just, that's just what, what John Davis does. Um, so what I did is, is I took that and I, and I said, we're the home of the three, four. So we have, you know, we have three mottos, you know, for you, for me, for key. And then we have the four, you know, the, the fours that go within that. So I, I made that into, and, I, and we talked to the kids about it, like, you know, like, it's not like a we don't have like a mission statement or something long or, or drawn out. We, you know, that's, that's our motto. So for you, you know, the, the part of for you is, you know, I'm doing something for somebody else. I'm being selfless. Uh, you know, I, I'm giving back for me accountable for myself, discipline. And then for key is for your community, for, for everyone else involved around you. So like, I really try to get that spread out within the kids and the program. Um, and unfortunately, for those for those incoming freshmen and some of the guys that we were bumping up um, on JV from JV up to varsity, uh, I haven't you know I haven't been able to continue doing that as much as as we have been because I haven't seen them. So, right. but that's that's kind of the motto that we have. Um, you know, I put it on I put it on our helmets. We we have it on jerseys, and and then we also came with another one. We've been reading. Uh, the uh, extreme ownership book with Jocko and Bab, and I don't know if you've heard about that. Oh yeah, I was listening to Jocko's podcast with Joe Rogan the other day, his most recent one. Yeah, so we we I, our leadership team, so we can't meet with, so we can't meet with the kids like Zoom meetings in terms of football. Like we're told that we're not allowed to do that. So um, my leader, the, so I have it broken up. This was the first year that I've ever done like teams, you know, like for weight room attendance, weight room gains uh school gpa or whatever i used to leave it individually and give awards from there but i made it into a team so kids will hold each other accountable um so the leaders of those groups we've been reading uh you know we bought the book um and then i, I you know i uh i dropped it off with them you know I, I mailed it to their house and we've just been reading that and going over that together and we came up with another thing like it's called the trickle down effect so like you know, starting with extreme ownership of yourself, being a leader of yourself, and it's going to trickle down throughout. So the kids really like that. We talk about that a lot, um, spreading that amongst the program, the team, the school, whatever, what, you know, whoever you're around, you want to be, you want to be accountable for yourself and ownership of yourself and then pass that on. So I think those two things are the biggest things that we really try to hang our hat on um, moving forward. That's awesome. Cause I, I think that's really good. And you're talking about branding and that's something I think like it used to be like a college thing, but I think as a high school coach, now you have to do that as well. So your kids know like what you believe in, what, how you're going to do it. Cause I mean, kids now can transfer, right? Do you see a lot of, do you see a lot of that? Is that as big of a thing where you are? 
So, I mean, Virginia, it's especially in the, a couple of my guys who coach in um, the Tidewater area, it's, it's crazy. Um, but up here, so where I see our school is, our school is very, very rural. So like a lot of our kids are very connected growing up. So they all know each other. Um, so oftentimes <clears throat> what I've seen, what I've been told is they want to stay at our school because it, it, our school is like a, a very, very special place in the county. Very, very special, um, very connected. Now, prior to this year, upcom this upcoming year, you could transfer wherever you wanted in the county as long as you could get, you know, your, your own ride if you were, you know, if you were out of district. They did change that if you, once you enter the school, if once you earn a varsity letter, if you transfer within the county, that you're ineligible for a year. So, oh, wow. Okay. So they have changed that now. It hasn't, a, at least as far as I know, um, most of, you know, all the kids that, that I've, I, I've had in the program have, have stuck with it. Um, now it's not like a County thing, but the, the biggest thing I guess in Maryland is the private schools. Like they, yeah. in this, this is, <clears throat> Virginia is not as bad because there's not as many private schools, but a lot of, a lot of private schools will, will get kids in, you know, they'll, they'll try to get them at that middle school age and then start trying to get them over to their places. So, but like I said, with us being so, you know, from to Baltimore or Baltimore County from our schools, depending on tra now Baltimore traffic is not DC traffic, but um, it's, you know, anywhere, like I said, 40 minutes to an hour, just depending. So it, that kind of, you know, like I said, the kids kind of stay home for us. So that's, uh, it hasn't been as bad. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, that's that's a plus to be in rule, no doubt. Coach, talk a little bit about your offensive philosophy as a head coach. So, what do you like to do as a as a now as a head coach? Like, what fits your your philosophy offensively? Um, so, I've I've always been on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, I, my first few years coaching, I you know I would I would have coached the DBs and did running backs or whatever my primary primary emphasis was the defense or coordinating. And um, so I haven't, I haven't called an offense, but, you know, being a defensive guy, I can, you know, when we have meetings, I say this hurts this because of the alignment, you know what I mean? Like you, you go back and forth. So yeah. I think being, you know, if you're a good defensive coach, it helps you set up to be a good offensive coach because you know what the strengths and weaknesses are of, of you know, the, the schemes that you're playing against. Um, my overall philosophy is, ground and pound, um, you know, control the clock, but it's starting to change a little bit. Um, I'm a, a huge, like, I, I love flex bone trabosh. I think it's the, the beautifulest thing that you can ever see just because of how fluid it is. Um, I, like I used to sit here and watch Navy and, and air force and any, and, you know, John, John, da John Davis, who was that guy you did, we used to always, cause they ran triple up there. Um, one of my college coaches actually coaches there now. Um, I love the flex bone, but me coming in, in and getting the job, I can't do everything, you know, I can't, and like, like I was talking about, about micromanagement, I'm not. So uh, we ran, our school has predominantly been a wing T team in years past. So a lot of the kids knew the wing T. So <clears throat> I just went ahead and, hand that over to uh to one of our assistants and um we ran that this past year um just you know it, it, it i didn't want to we didn't want to make an overhaul change without having a lot of development because i got the job in february and i was still living in virginia so 
I wasn't up here as much. Um, so, we, you know, we're going to run the ball, but we're, we're changing, you know, we're still going to be wing T. We're still going to have wing T principles, still going to have wing T involved with our program. But uh, Marion, Brennan Marion and I actually met him through uh, Keenan Carter, who when they coached together at Howard, we had one of our players uh, from Hanley signed to Howard. Uh, first scholarship D1 kid that, that I that I coached. Um, and so I got connected with Brennan. And Brennan, like, I, anytime somebody asked me about anything schematically or, you know, we, we do some, we do some uh, funky stuff on special teams. If people want to know stuff, I'm all like, I'll share it to you because if I, if I can call Brennan Marion right now or text him right now and he'll get back to me, like I'm talking about, you know, like that's when you, when you're around people like that, that have that level, you know, that, that, that are that high and they, and they take the time out to meet with you. I mean, we, we went down to William and Mary this February, took the staff down there um, to see him. And then we went last summer um, he takes the time out for you. So like if, if that guy can do that for me and my program, we can do that. But anyway, um, we're, we're implementing a lot of the stuff that, that he's done with the go, go um, stuff. And we have like, we had like all those sophomores I was talking about, a lot of those guys are skilled players. So we'll probably throw the ball more times whenever we end up playing this right. year. than we probably have in the past three years combined. Um, That's good. So just trying, you know, trying to come up with new ways and, and just, like I said, I, I think you always got to get out and learn regardless if it's wing T triple option, air raid, whatever it is, just, just get out and reach out to guys. And what's so great now is that you can do that easily, like with Twitter text messaging. And I think about when I first got into coaching in 2009, I mean, that wasn't, you had to know somebody, know somebody, I feel like to get information that's really changed the last, I would say like five years. Yeah. I'll say like the, the biggest when I started coaching 2000 so 2011 I started coaching at Ford Defiance and then um I was a I was a defensive back coach and the next year um was uh was going to be the defensive coordinator was a defensive coordinator well that spring and summer I I emailed old school email you know there wasn't like Twitter wasn't a big thing back then um Kyle Gillenwater who was a defensive coordinator at JMU um you know and, and I emailed him and it was the same thing that like like Brennan did, like he, and he was a Bridgewater guy. So I kind of used that as my connection. You know, he's, we went to the same place from the same alma mater dude invited me in, sat me down. Um, if he's had a camp, you know, I remember one night it was summertime. They had just had a camp. He was like, we'll come at nine o'clock. I'll meet with you. We met, you know, they had an outback, whatever. He's like, well, you want one? He gave it to me and um, we sat down and it's like coaches that do that stuff. I, I, especially at higher levels, much less the D2 or D3 level. Like I'm, I'm more than appreciative because not everybody's willing to do that, especially some, you know, there's, there's some guys who sometimes they don't even get back to you unless you got a kid or, um, but nobody can ever like people, people can say whatever they want about Mickey Matthews, but I'll, I'll, I'll always salute him to his program because it was an open book. We wanted to go in there. That's awesome. That's fantastic, Coach. So talk about your defense philosophy. You've already talked about going and talking ball. What, what do you believe in? How do you want to run your defense at your program? So 4-2-5, uh, like we've been – I've been a 4-2-5 base uh, over, under, uh, you know, mixing the fronts up or whatever, um, moving along the D-line. So 4-2-5 is our base um, that, that I think you can run at wherever you are just because – you know, I mean, most places it's, it's tough to get three linebackers. I mean, I, I, we have a hard enough time 
finding those type of linebackers, tight end types, um, which I think a lot of people do. But um, so we've been four two five. Uh, was I? I was and am like single high base out of it. Like a lot of this, I like a lot of the single high stuff, movement, um, pressures. However, this past year we, uh, I, I from from Rob Everett and uh, talking to him and uh, Mike Gina Colette at Bridgewater, we ran and due to injuries, um, we ran a lot of the tight front and. Um, it was it was pretty successful for us, and we 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 based out of two high and, and quarters and cover four. Um, so the kids we did I thought we did really really well with that. So like this year now we're 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 going to be four two five base with the tight front, but also we're going to run a lot more quarters. Like I'm all about John taught me this a long time ago. You know, do what the kids do well. Um, don't you know? Don't try to put a a, a square peg in a round hole really maximize what the kids do well. And we, we play very, very well at a quarter. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I, I love to start a single high, but we're going to start with that at the four, two, five, just because how well we played in it with the tight. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of my philosophy. Do what the kids do well. I mean, that I think we all, like if you, you know, if, if you have all linemen and no receivers, you're probably not going to run air raid. So, <laughs> or you should you know, have. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, everybody has a philosophy. I think at the high school level, everybody has a philosophy of what they want to do. But you got to mold that to what you have. I'm not saying you got to revamp the entire offense, but you got to come up with with a way to to maximize your kids and do what they do well. I think we all like we all do that as high school coaches. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have a philosophy of things I like offensively and defensively, and obviously, I think you stick with your like overall philosophy, but the, the nuts and bolts, not the nuts and bolts, like the, the things that you can change, you should change. So like you were saying, you're better, like your kids are better at quarters and tight front. Like your philosophy still is, you know, we're going to stop the run or, or whatnot, but like you can change the wind, I guess window dressing is the better, the better phrase for it. What do you think about that? Yeah. yeah I think the, like you're saying, I think you got to have a core base of what you, <clears throat> what you build yourself around and then kind of, you know, go from there. It, Cause our, our, our fronts and, and, and stunts and movements, they're, they're not going to change. Um, but it's just the back end. Like some of the stuff's going to change on the back end. Obviously it's, it's got to, depending on the call or whatever, it's got to fit the, the coverage. But right. um, I think you, like you said, like you said, you, you got to have that base and, and then you can kind of branch out, but you don't want it to be too muddled where you're doing, all this different stuff and it's all foreign and like I we when we when we do you know seven on seven practices or uh, when we get to the season like we're not going to go through like we're going we're gonna to be on the same coverage for three or four days before we go to something new because my philosophy is if, if you have too much you're never going to like and you're not good at one thing there's no sense of having anything at all right and that's you know you talk to some guys you know they want to have the big playbook and I guess saving them do but they also have guys that only play defense <laughs> we have guys that want to play both you know so it has to be a little simpler I would that's, that's at least that's my philosophy well and I, and I think our time's limited too because we we you know we we practice for about two hours and you know two hours 10 minutes max maybe some days um during the season and between special teams um and just you know overall practice you, you're talking 50 minutes to right, right. 55 minutes on each side of the ball so 
I mean, you got to make sure that it, that it's fluid and the kids understand it before you, you know, you come up with, with all these crazy things. Cause we all love to do a lot of that stuff, but I'm like, sometimes is it, is it really worth it? And I'm sure you, you kind of say the same thing too. Oh, absolutely. Talk about your special teams. You say you like to be a little different there. Talk about that a little bit. Um, so we, uh, we run, uh, we run this muddle huddle. Uh, I actually got it from, uh, Wayne Lance, who's, who's actually, um, John, John Davis's, uh, dad uh he's the head coach at atlantic shores christian down in uh virginia beach he's a, he's a liberty guy i think you're a liberty guy too right so i know wayne yeah, yeah. i went through twitter i know wayne yeah so all y'all liberty guys y'all y'all uh y'all got that connection um <laughs> but he uh he's a great dude so he had told me about this you know a year or two ago and so i was like you know what let's do it it's essentially a swinging gate but it's it's not like the the old swinging gate it's it's some stuff that, that, uh, that you can kind of mix in with it. And, you know, for your, for your PATs, extra points. Um, I think we kicked maybe three PATs last year and we ran, we went for the two points every other, you know, I think out of, we had like, we were 19 to 23 or 24 on like conversion rate on it. So it was, even if we had kicked every PAT and made it, we still score more points with that than anything else so um you know we we did that it, it was it was uh it was pretty interesting and you know we'll we'll pop like we we had we had a couple surprise onside kicks fake punts i mean anything to try to gain an extra possession because like i said we're when we're a smaller school playing bigger schools it anything that you can kind of get to get some momentum or to stay in the game is critical for you mm-hmm that's awesome, Coach. That's good. So, Coach, as we, we land this plane here, talk about what would be your advice to a young coach trying to become a head coach? Like, what are some things that they can do to get to be in your situation? I mean, I think the, the biggest thing overall is um, you, you got to understand, you know, you, you got to be willing to work hard. Like, it's not a, it, it's not a you know, a, a July or August to November, December type job. I mean, it's, it's got to be something that is overall – that you do throughout the year um, that you, you got to have, you got to be organized and prepared. And I think that you have to hold your, your, your players accountable, but also you got to hold your assistants and, and starting with that, you got to hold yourself accountable. Cause I, I talk about some things that I, I've told our assistants, you know, there's some things I probably lost as a game or two by being too aggressive going forward on fourth down or, you know, like, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, this is what you did right. This is what you did wrong. I think accountability and it took, it takes some time with that. I think it takes a lot of, you know, maturity to, to do that. Um, and for, for myself, it hasn't always been easy just because, you know, we, we all, we all grow up and it's like, well, I, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. And so I think you got to look yourself in the mirror a lot, but you got to be willing to work. You got, you know, network and reach out to, as many people as you can and get ideas. Cause you'll end up finding, like we're talking about, you, you know, Wayne and mm-hmm. all these different guys, like the, the, the coaching world is, you know, very, very a lot smaller than anybody than, than you think. So just getting out networking, um, just w- whatever you're good at, you know, if, if you, if you play D line or O line, try, try, try to study those first few years about receivers or running backs or, quarterbacks or the back end of the defense because that's my first year you know I was a DB dude and then once I started becoming a coordinator like I focused on the front like that was something I like 
put 100% in because I can come up with a thousand dB drills and we can talk about coverages all day. But if you don't understand the whole spectrum of everything, then it doesn't really matter. Coach, that's so good. And I appreciate you coming on. It's early, but uh, I wanted to get it in, get your wisdom to start my day. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Zach. Awesome.